Hey everybody, welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. This is the voice. Whoa, this is the voice of Misty Stinnett. That is the guttural sound of Lisa Linky. I had some plantain <laughs> chips. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> and we are your tiny pocket friends and medium qualified guides on this self-help journey. Hello. And every Friday we read and review a big old, bad old, crazy old self-help book, and we give you a review and a critique and sort of a peekaboo inside, so you can decide if the book is worth your time. I want you to know that Lisa, when I said peekaboo, clasped her hands over her mouth as though she'd seen also, something shocking. My landlord, I don't know if you can hear her, she did not like yeah. that descriptor. <laughs> I don't think any of us liked it, and it didn't feel good coming out. So, no, I can't unsubscribe. So, (laughs) do you guys remember Marcel the Shell from Jenny Slate? Yes, I love Marcel the Shell. I do remember that, and I love that so much. So, anyway, listen, here's how I'm going to frame the minisodes for you. If you're new, we lovingly call it the weekly beef. And if the book reviews are our Sherlock. The minisodes are our Watson. Do you feel me? It's like yeah. the like investigative sidekick to the self-help big daddy. Okay. Thank you, Sky Daddy. <laughs> also, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do because every Tuesday there's a picture of an adorable cow. Lisa creates these amazing posts for the weekly beef, and she always has like teeny tiny text next to the cow saying its thoughts. It's not to be missed, truly. We are at Go Help Yourself Podcast on Instagram. Anyway, without further ado, allow us to explore a nook or a cranny on this week's weekly beef. We got two crannies today. Oh, gross. You should see a doctor. (laughs) Although I had one, but then somehow it ended up with two. Listen, sometimes it splits and elongates. I got a a split nook and an elongated cranny. (laughs) Turned 35 and the wheels came off. Um, Oh my God, I'm almost 35. Oh, let me tell you, the warranty expires. I turned 35 and the warranty expired. I was like, life is amazing. Everything is knee pain and foot pain. And yeah. No. I literally have car Advil, purse Advil, mm-hmm. bathroom Advil, kitchen Advil. The warranty expires That's what's on happening the body. to me. Anyway, yeah. so before we get into this weekly beef, Lisa, we had an exciting yes. development. This is nook number one. We got a gift from a we listener. A gift from a, a listener. A listener named Deirdre Maloney sent us. A gift. And here's the original message. She said, hello, love the podcast. I think it provides a great service to many of us. I've told lots of people about it and they always say, what a great idea. She says, I feel like (laughs) having listened to Lisa and Misty for a while, I feel like I know them and would love to send them a token of my appreciation. Is there like a mailing address I might use? I promise I'm not creepy and I'm fine if it's a PO box. And we were like, (laughs) first of all, thank you for thinking of us and reaching out. My manager was kind enough to use her home address. 
Then she wrote back, we gave her the address, and she was like, I love your episode on white fragility. And then she said, I then listened to an older episode on You Can Heal Your Life and laughed my ass off. Sorry to Misty, as I know it was troubling. She said it made my elliptical workout go by quickly. Um, oh, and good. That's she, really what the podcast is all about. It's, it's about true. getting you through your workout. And <laughs> she sent us this gift, and we have received it, and we are super appreciative. Misty, what is Listen, it? Lisa and I are now the proud owners, one each, of this amazing thing called a magic wrap. Yes. And it is this, it's almost like a soft, cozy blanket material that wraps around you and feels like someone is giving you a hug. Yes. And Lisa got this pretty blue color. Mine is like a deep sort of wine color, burgundy, maybe a Malbec. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just so soft and cozy. And And I have to say, perfect timing because it's just getting cool here in LA. Yes, exactly. October 10th, and it's like getting cozy and cool here. It got down to yeah, like, like 59 heat- degrees at night. I love it. Yes. The heat just broke. Thank God. So we are busting these bad boys out. I'm going to have mine with a cup of tea, yeah. maybe a glass of wine. But for anybody who loves bathrobes or like a Snuggie or just like curling up with a blanket, you'll really love this. So we will link to Deirdre's website and show notes. If that sounds like something you'd like or maybe a gift you'd like to give to somebody, we know the holidays are coming up very soon. That's right. Oh, yeah, we should timestamp this. I just, yes, October 10th. Yeah. Oh, you did. I did. Listen, I am. Pandemic brain, everybody. (laughs) It's my brain is pudding and I hate it. It's October 10th, but when this episode comes out, we are going to be nearing the big end of the year holidays. So maybe consider supporting an independent business. Yeah. And I'm it a comes listener, in three styles. So you can go yeah. to the website, take a look and see if that'll fit. I also think like it's a nice hostess gift. Oh, yeah. Like if, if you're going to somebody's like for, for the holidays and then like after you leave, they can like wrap themselves up and sit on the couch and relax. Finally. And cry about like what they could have done better as a host. Yeah. And I got the best tip from my friend, Jesse. I can't remember where he read this or heard it, but instead of just bringing over a bottle of wine, when you go somewhere to mm-hmm. someone's house, consider taking that same amount of money and instead bringing over something like a nice bottle of olive oil or maybe truffle mm, salt, yes. or like some kind of fun edible thing that's not just like, okay, we're going to drink this in the evening. It's a bottle. You know, because if you spend 12, 15 bucks on a bottle of wine to bring over, that's a really nice bottle of olive oil that someone can use yeah. as they cook for but the I next few months. I just want to open so. and pour into a glass and chug. Yeah. What if you What if you just were like, this white wine is very thick, and then you <laughs> started sipping it? Such a good bit. Mm, it's got a really anyway, interesting earthy taste. Thank you. So, Deirdre, thank you so much. That was so kind of you. What yes. a thoughtful thing. And yes. we're grateful and best of luck with your magic craps. Yes. Misty, we've Please. just had Thanksgiving. We're all recovering. And I know that everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody. Pardon me. I've had some olive oil wine. Everybody had a lot of emotions over the weekend. And I want to bring to you a portion of an article from the September Psychology Today issue. It's just a portion. Just a portion. The article is a world of emotions. And the world, uh, the the article for the article. (laughs) 
I feel like you read my diary and then called it a world of emotions. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling. It. A world of emotions. <laughs> Everybody's in a world of emotions right now. It says from a sense of humor to a sense of happiness and from high arousal words to untranslatables, culture dictates how we speak about and experience the universe far more than we realize. And it's a yes. great article. I love it so much. It talks about different cultures and how we talk about different how we talk about different words like depressed versus tired, et cetera. But at the end, it has this thing called the untranslatables, and that's what I want to bring to you. So hard yes. to translate words are gifts of insight and in what it means to be human. And basically, you know, when you, like Schadenfreude, or like when when you hear about another language or culture has a phrase to explain something that is hard to describe. Yeah, and schadenfreude is when you feel good for someone else's misfortune. Is that it? Like when you watch somebody trip and you can't help but laugh. And you're like, that is so satisfying. Yeah, or like when maybe somebody who has flouted all of the, you know, rules and scientific advice about not catching a disease and then actually catches it. Flouted, everybody. (laughs) Praxis and summate. These are our... Now, these are all in different languages, and I am not a fluent speaker, so I'm going to do my best, but there's a link to the article in show notes, and you can see how they're spelled, and or you can write us in, or on Instagram, there's a feature where you can leave us a voice message, and you can tell me how they're actually pronounced. Okay. Oh, yeah. If And if we got through the little book of Hyuga, <laughs> we can get through anything, That's right. I think. Savid tanum is an Armenian phrase, let me take away your pain. It's used in various ways to position the speaker as interested in or caring about the other. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Ubuntu is Zulu. It's a noun. It's being kind to others on account of one's human, common humanity. We need a, an English yeah. word in, in America for yeah. this. Gazelig, which is Dutch. It's an adjective. My friend Josine is Dutch, and she always says it'll be gazelig. It's a very gazelig time. Is cozy, warm, intimate, enjoyable, often a shared experience with close other people. It sounds like an offshoot of Hyuga, which is H Y G G E. I'm going to put that a link to that episode in show notes because that <laughs> so is fun. one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded. It's all about making your home cozy and inviting and warm and very gazellig. Mm-hmm. He Shin, which is Chinese Mandarin, it's an adjective, it means black heart means heartless, but it's of having a black heart. Mm-hmm. I think That's the you. literal is black heart, and it means Lisa Linky. It means heartless. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one that's Gaelic, so I probably won't pronounce it correctly. Uh, choisel. It's a noun. Sounds delicious. It <laughs> means my pulse, and it's reference to my beloved, my darling, someone who is so close and loved they, like they are your pulse. Oh, I know, right? That is really touching. I wish, I know this is a an audio medium, but like, I wish everyone could see our face right now because we are having a lot of feelings like, about these words. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's one that's German. So I think the pronunciation would be Fernwe. It's a noun. It means far or distant, which is Fern, and pain or woe, which is Ve. The call of faraway places, homesickness for the unknown. And I thought about this today because my friend Jen Taylor in Chicago posted on her Instagram, she went to get something out of her safe in her apartment and a bunch of euros fell out and coins from when she traveled abroad. And she just started weeping because the wanderlust, like she loves to travel. 
And she obviously and it feels hasn't been like able that, to this year. That opportunity is closed to us right now. So, okay, so I've never heard of homesickness for the unknown. Yeah. Oh my God, but I've experienced it, but I've never had yeah. language for it. That's amazing. I think especially now in 2020, a lot of us are feeling that when the day is the same every day, every day. A lot of fernva. Yeah, thank you. There's agape, which is Greek. It's a noun. It's selfless, unconditional, devotional love. I've heard of agape love before. So you can have agape love, then you probably would refer to your love as your pulse. Probably wouldn't you refer to. Yeah, no, yeah. Maybe, you I wouldn't. don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Probably not going to mix two culture descriptions. Thank together. you, thank you. And then here's one that's Indonesian. Gemas or gemas, it's a noun. A feeling of love or affection, the urge to squeeze someone because they are so cute. <laughs> I feel that with <laughs> babies, with And every animals. puppy I see. I mean, yep. I need the description of the word that makes me want to bite something because it's so cute. Something small. Oh, yeah. So what is, yeah. yeah. What is that impulse to bite? I think it comes I from have like, that. Carrying, like carrying your young in your mouth. I think that's what it is from a oh, earlier I'm going to do that offshoot. when I have young. Thank you. Here's an Icelandic noun. Solar free. Sun holiday. When workers are granted unexpected time off to enjoy a particularly sunny or warm day. It's the opposite of a snow day. Yes. Like, right. oh, you can't go to school because it's snow too hard. They're that's Instead, right. they're fun about it. And they're like, listen, it's too great to Which, miss. By the way, now there are going to be no more snow days ever because they've set up, we have the infrastructure for online learning. Oh, sorry, kids. <laughs> okay, here's an Italian one. Saperviere. It's a noun. The ability to handle people in situations with charm, diplomacy, and verve. Some people have that. We the really have the Sapperviere. Here's the Japanese noun. Mano no aware. I don't know how I don't know how to say that. In, You're um, doing great. You're trying. You. It's the pathos of understanding the transiency of the world and its beauty. Oh. I feel like you get that in haiku. Like traditional haiku po- poems obviously have the 575 five or the different structures, but they tend to reflect like a change in a season or a, like a, a death or something. And it's so beautiful. Mm. I mean, it's just this like change is constant. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. that viewpoint. Here's a Portuguese noun, cafune. It's the act or gesture of tenderly running one's fingers through a loved one's hair. Oh, listen, I got to tell you real quick. When I was little, I was obsessed with petting people's hair. Everybody, anyone, I just was like, I needed my fingers up in it. But little Misty could not yet properly pronounce pronounce her R's. So it was, can I pet you, Hale? Can I pet you, Hale? First of all, the slight Southern twang that's in that is adorable. Can I pet you, hey? Can I pet you, hey, you? Can I pet you, hey, you? That's adorable. The next one you may know. Hugo, Norwegian (gasps) noun. Thank you. A deep sense of place, warmth, friendship, and contentment. As an adjective, hugelig, enjoyable, warm, friendly, or pleasant. Yeah. And we have a Sanskrit or Pali word, Maitri Metta. Loving kindness, benevolence, may you be happy. Yes, there are a lot of meditations to send metta mm-hmm. into the world. Metta, loving kindness meditations. Mm-hmm. I think it's M-E-T-T-A. Yes. Is that right? 
Here's French coup de foudre, oh. a noun. A lightning bolt <laughs> is the literal translation, but it means a sudden and powerful love at first sight. Oh, I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. Here's a Russian one. Pochemuchka. It's a noun. Someone, often a child, who asks a lot of questions. Oh, I was a Puchamushka, wanted to run my hands through everybody's hair. <laughs> uh, here's Danish. Oh, I need Yozine for this. Arbej oh, glade. Nailed Work, it. It's a noun. <laughs> work, gladness, or joy. It's pleasure or satisfaction derived from work. Oh, I want that. Yeah. Don't we all? We don't. It's funny that in American English, we certainly don't have a word for that. Here's a French phrase. What's the word for enough? <laughs> <laughs> you have enough. Be happy. Here's a French phrase. L'esprit de l'escalier, which is staircase wit, is a literal translation, but it means a witty and or incisive rejoinder that comes to mind just after an interaction. So oh, you, just after? Yeah, oh. so you meet up with somebody, you leave, and then as you're walking away, you're like... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Your face. Okay, here's Croatian noun. Fiaka, relaxation of body and mind, sleepiness, drowsiness, the sweetness of doing nothing. Oh, I need to learn how to embody that. Thank you. You need some fiaka in your that. life. Here's a Thai noun. Krang jai means deferential heart, but they use it to say respect and consideration for others' feelings ahead of one's own. The wish to not Mm. trouble someone by burdening them. You know what I'm just realizing as you're reading all of these? Mm. There don't seem to be, I mean, I guess this is why this English-speaking author has deemed these untranslatable. Because clearly you can translate them into English words. I'm realizing, like, it seems like other cultures have, other than the American culture that we've grown up in, have words for contentment. Relaxation, fulfillment at work. Yeah. You know, this is not this is not the we capitalism have, vocabulary. Yes, which means everything. No, we, have, <laughs> we have keep going. <laughs> Buckle down. Go harder. Go. <laughs> Push through the pain. No pain. <laughs> no pain. If you didn't do it yourself, you suck. You're yeah. an utter failure. Okay, there's one last one. What was, what's happening? The only English one in the list. It's a noun. Oh. It's eucatastrophe. E-U-C-A-T-A-strophe. A sudden favorable <laughs> resolution of events, a happy ending. It was coined by J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, so it's not, it's like an uncatastrophe? Like uh, suddenly no. everything comes it's together? A, it's, uh, yes, yes. A, just okay. but like an explosion, like a eureka and catastrophe. <laughs> I've, like everything comes together beautifully, thanks. Sudden, favorable, yeah. I think, mm. you know, other Asian cultures are much older than English cultures. And so it makes sense that they would have words to describe emotions or feelings that, that we don't. Also, English yeah. culture is incredibly buttoned up, you know, mm. and a third of our language comes from French. And I think a fifth of it comes from German. So English is truly mm. like a derivation of other cultures. So it makes sense right. that... You know, maybe in in a hundred years we'll have, or a hundred, a thousand years, if we're still on the planet, mm-hmm. we'll have, you know, some words like right. that. But I thought yeah. that they were great. So I what love a them. great article, Lisa. Thanks for catching that. That's so cool. I loved it. 
You know, you know, I'm a sucker for new language. Well, as I sit here in my magic wrap, I'm experiencing fiaca. I wish somebody were here to kafune, which is stroking their hair through my fingers through my hair. Oh yeah, and as I sit here in my magic wrap with my cup of kafefe, <laughs> I am feeling very hugelig. <laughs> that really got him, you guys. I love you so much. <laughs> I love uh, you too. With that, everybody, may your words to express how you feel, or at least your good feelings, mm-hmm. be, be abundant. abundant. <laughs> Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.